Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome, everyone, to Calvary Live. And as most of you know, this is the program where you, the listener, get to call in and ask questions and give your prayer requests. And so we want to welcome everyone to today's program. I'm so blessed to be with you, as I usually have the privilege of being with you on Tuesday afternoons and on Friday afternoons as well. My name is Jeff Figgs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley up here in northern Colorado, and we are here today for you listening on Grace FM. We are broadcasting live on this Tuesday afternoon on this beautiful September day and it is so gorgeous this time of year. So I'm so glad you're tuned in. And maybe that you're listening as you're in your car, uh, heading home from work or from school. Uh, maybe you're at home with the kids getting a snack. Maybe you guys are out in the field working. And uh, as it's harvest time right now and up here in northern Colorado or working in the oil fields, uh, maybe perhaps that you are at soccer practice, wherever you are at uh, as you are tuned in, we hope that w- you are blessed by today's program, and we welcome you to call in to ask your questions about the Bible or Christian living, or uh, maybe you have a prayer request. So you just heard the number, as most of you know the number, 303-690-3000, to be on the air with us and and to talk uh, and uh, to um Call one of those open lines, and now's a good time to do that. I want to encourage you, if you're a regular listener to Calvary Live, then get those numbers in your contacts and even in your favorites. You can pull it up on Calvary Live the uh, on the uh, phone line that you can call in and ask questions. And we got another means for you to be able to ask questions and to be able to give your prayer requests, and, and that is a dedicated text line. And if you are going to text in, a question or a prayer request, we just ask that you're safe. And that number is 720-336-0897. I'll be repeating those numbers throughout the program. But hey, let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about the Word of God. Let's talk about um, those things that are important to you. Let's go to the Word of God for clarity and understanding and for God's truth to be given. And so this program is always a blessing. And it not only as you ask questions, does it uh, bless those who uh, ask those questions as we uh, discuss the Word of God and go to the Word of God together? But uh, it is a blessing to all the listeners that are listening, whether you're uh, listening on Grace FM all along the Front Range in Colorado, uh, down in Southern Colorado, 101.7. Welcome. Those of you in Pueblo and Fountain and Colorado Springs, uh, you guys are so important to us and have many uh, friends down there and brothers and sisters that I know. So I'd love to hear from you, 303-690-3000. And then up in northern Colorado from Castle Rock up into southern Wyoming, 89.7. What a powerful signal as it gets out east uh, to Fort Morgan and Brush and even Merino and, and uh, as it gets up into 
southern Wyoming where Laramie and Cheyenne is. Give me a call, and uh, let's talk about the things of the Lord. I want to also welcome all the uh, listeners on the East Coast. They're listening on uh, Truth FM and on Hope FM. Welcome. And as you are listening on the radio, the program's always a week delayed, but you can still call it that number at 303-690-3000. And love for you to call in. The text line again is 720-336-0897. So waiting for those phones to ring and for you to grab one of those open lines to ask your questions and to give your prayer requests. Well, I just came running into the office here uh, where I'm broadcasting uh, after doing a uh, a memorial service and and uh, for somebody that was in our fellowship. And at these times, it always reminds us how short life is and how important it is to, uh, you know, not only know the gospel, but to share it with others. Uh, it reminded me of my devotion that I did not long ago where David writes in Psalm 144 that, Lord, what is man that you take knowledge of him or the son of man that you are mindful of him? Man is like a breath, and his days are like passing shadow. And James says that our lives are but a vapor. And Moses writes in Psalm 90 that teach us the number of our days. And it just reminds us how short life is on this side of eternity and and, uh, how important it is uh, that we be ones that we be living for the Lord um, and to be able to share truth with others. And that's what we desire to do here on Calvary Live, to give you truth, to be able to proclaim the gospel, uh, to encourage you as you journey in life, uh, to pray with you. And I know that some of you, perhaps you need prayer. And so we want to make that available for you. We want to uh, pray for you and bless you in any way that we can. So still waiting for the phone lines to ring. We got all open lines. This is a great time uh, to uh, be able to... um, uh, call in and grab one of those open lines. But uh, in the meantime, uh, as uh, we go to the text questions, there's a text question that came in, and the text question says that, what are the countries uh, that are going to be in the last days that Daniel chapter 2 speaks of? And that's a very good question. And in Daniel chapter 2, which uh, they say is the very foundation of Bible prophecy, Daniel, of course, has... Uh, given the interpretation uh, of a dream that Nebuchadnezzar had. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. He was bothered by it. Uh, we know that uh, that uh, Nebuchadnezzar called for his wise men and magicians uh, to interpret the dream, uh, or actually to give the dream, and then the interpretation. And they said, we can't tell you the dream. Uh, no one has been able to do that. Well, Nebuchadnezzar got mad. Uh, He was going to kill all the wise men of Babylon, but Daniel and his friends went to prayer, and the Lord revealed the dream to Daniel and the interpretation of the dream. And it was an image that was uh, of a man made of different metals, a head of gold, which represented Babylon, uh, the chest and arms of silver, which represented the Medo-Persian Empire that would replace Babylon, uh, the belly and uh, thighs of brass, which was the Grecian Empire, Alexander the Great, and then the legs of iron uh, that represents Rome. And then there was the uh, feet made of iron mingled with clay and the ten toes. And so uh, without being able to have that conversation, uh, I think that perhaps you who have texted in asking that question, that you're wondering the ten toes, which we are told, 
that uh, in the days that the Lord's going to come back are ten kings and what nations those are. Uh, we don't know exactly what nations they are. We know it's ten kings. Daniel chapter 7 talks about ten kings and then uh, that are represented by seven horns, and then a little horn's going to rise up in the midst of them, who is the Antichrist that's going to take center stage. He will be a world leader, and so he's coming out of this extension of the legs of iron um, that is the Roman Empire. So you'll hear that term, uh, that in the last days there will be a revived Roman Empire. The ten kings... Do they rule over 10 nations? Is it 10 regions? We don't know for sure. But we do know that that's going to take place in the latter days, right prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ. And uh, so uh, exactly what nations, we don't know. We do know that there's a number of nations that play a role in the last days. One is going to be Israel, of course, is the epicenter of end-time prophecy. But other nations are spoken of that we don't have time to go into, uh, Iran and uh, Russia and and Turkey and others in Ezekiel 38. Uh, there is um, the revived Roman Empire. There's the kings of the East, uh, different nations. But we also know that the United States is not mentioned uh, specifically in end-time prophecy. So uh, hopefully that clears that up. Uh, ten kings uh, in this revived Roman Empire is what's going to be spoken of. Uh, in Daniel chapter 2. Hey, we got a couple open lines. Give me a call. This is Jeff Figgs at Calvary Chapel Greeley uh, here to take your calls and uh, answer your questions and your prayer requests. Give me a call at 303-690-3000. Let's go to uh, Valeria and Parker. You're Hello. on Calvary Live. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, Good to hear from I've you. Called in... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Cut you off there. No, you're good. Awesome. Um, I've called in before um, a lot <laughs> to ask questions in regards to the Bible and everything. I'm not a new believer, but I do believe that um, I've I've been I've got I got baptized in 2019, uh-huh. and um, um, I've learned a lot. But I've had these seasons. In my life, I just feel like I'm in this like roller coaster with God, um, okay. and well, I don't usually call. I have never called for a prayer request, but I've been really encouraged because lately I've been listening to the radio station, and um, yeah. I've heard a lot of people call in about really deep um, personal issues, and that's really encouraged me to call because I don't do this kind of thing. <laughs> I just ask questions. <laughs> But um, I wanted to call and ask, in. And, and you ask have... good questions. You <laughs> ask good questions. You're a Bible student. So, because I remember oh. your calls and your questions. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, but I usually don't call in to ask for prayer. Um, but this time oh, I, I felt did. like I've been feeling like I should. <laughs> um, yeah. Just prayer for my relationship with God. I feel like I've just been on this roller coaster with Him. And I know it has to do with, because um, God is the same always, so it's not Him. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just a little bit uh, encouragement, maybe some prayer. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and it's, there's, it's good for us to ask for prayer. Paul asked for prayer. When I first got into ministry, 
I thought, I can't ask for prayer. You know, I'm the pastor. You know, pastor's not supposed to do that. But Mm -hmm. looking at Romans chapter 15, um, in the book of Romans, there's three times that Paul says, I urge you, I beseech you, um, I beg you. He's really stressing that this is really important. And one is in chapter 12, of course, where he says, "I, I beseech you, I beg you to be a living sacrifice. You know, present your body as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And then he begins to talk about, um, you know, how to do that in the following chapters. Uh, Another time he does that is in chapter 16 when he's closing the letter. He says, I urge you, brethren, note those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to doctrine, which you've learned. You need to mark those who are teaching false doctrine, who are causing division Mm -hmm. in the church. But the the other time that he does it is back in chapter 15, and he's talking about his plans in ministry and going to Jerusalem to minister there. He is writing the book of, of Romans from Corinth. It's the end of his third missionary journey. He's taken a collection from the saints there in Greece, Macedonia, and Achaia. He's going to go to Jerusalem, and he says, I beg you. He says, the, the third time we see it, I beg you, brethren, through the Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in prayers to God for me. Mm-hmm. So when I read that, it really hit me like a bolt of lightning because if Paul the Apostle, the great Paul the Apostle, asked for prayer and he said, this is important, I realize how important it is for me to ask for prayer. And mm-hmm. I think that as Christians, sometimes we don't ask for prayer uh, we give people, I, I've been trying to really encourage the congregation, you know, come up for prayer. We have a prayer team. We're here to pray for you. This is the place for you to be prayed for, and sometimes we don't. And what you're going through is nothing unusual. We can have the ups and downs, and, you know, we come to Christ, and we're excited, but then all of a sudden, you know, there's uh, the weight of the world. There's the cares of life that begin to weigh us down. And not everything in life, you know, cares of life is bad. It's just making a living, working, responsibilities. But it begins to wear on us, and it begins to distract us. And and then, you know, know, other things. There's spiritual warfare that takes place. Um, The enemy, Mm -hmm. he's going to come against you because you are learning, and you're asking questions, and you're calling Calvary Live. But you are doing something that's very, very important, and we're going to pray for you. But you Thank keep you. in the Word of God, and you keep looking to Him, and you keep uh, keep close to Him. And, you know, sometimes Paul would say in Acts chapter 20 that, you know what manner of man I was in all seasons, how I went house to house delivering the gospel. I didn't hold anything back from you. And in our own lives, we go through different seasons. And and not every season spiritually is a season of spring where life is springing forth and, you know, everything's fresh and new. There are times where it can feel a little bit like fall. You know, the season mm-hmm. that we're entering into, the leaves start changing and and um, the Lord kind of says, you know, I, I need to knock a few leaves off you. I'm going to do a work. And then sometimes we go into winter spiritually and, um, you know, where things seem a little cold and dormant mm-hmm. and things like that. But I want to encourage you by saying this, that whatever season you're in, that 
I, if it's, you know, fall or whether it's winter, that spring's right around the corner, okay? And the Lord's Amen. going, to, he's going to show up and he's going to come minister to your heart and uh, he's going to bring the comfort that you need. So, Father, I pray for my sister. I just pray for Valeria that, Lord, uh, she's growing. I know she's growing because she's called in and asked some very good questions. And uh, it's pressed upon me that, that it's um, a, a young lady that desires to hear you and know your word. But, Lord, sometimes we go through those seasons spiritually where we just feel a little distant or our love is maybe just a little bit cold or Lord. Um, and, and even as she said, it's, it's us because we get weighed down with the cares of life or we get distracted or we get discouraged and the enemy comes against us. And I pray that you would bless her and that you would just draw her to you. You would remind her of your love for her and that you want to do amazing things in her life. And Lord, that you're going to be faithful to her and that which concerns her, you're going to perfect that and you're going to finish that work that you've begun in her. And I just pray that you would bless her in every way, that she would perceive your presence. And once again, um, that you would just, uh, Lord, speak to her heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, two, verses that, came, so two, verses, <laughs> two verses that came to me real quick while I was praying. One is in the book of Isaiah, you know, the uh, Isaiah, uh, speaking of the Lord, the Lord says, that he doesn't break a bruised reed. He doesn't quench a smoking flax. And sometimes when we're just kind of bruised, he doesn't come along and stomp on us, you know, and, you know, yeah. break us, you know, uh, where I'm so fed up with you. Or, you know, I'd love to be on fire for the Lord. Uh, I really would. But sometimes I feel like I'm just smoldering. And, and the Lord mm -hmm. doesn't dump a bucket of water on us. He, he cups his hand and he fans it back. So I want to remind you that he doesn't break a bruised reed and he doesn't quench a smoking flax. And then the Lord just was speaking to me this verse for you. And that is in Jeremiah 33, in verse 3, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. And I believe that's for you, Amen. Valeria. Okay? Thank you. Amen. I know I didn't um, ask for this at all, but if you could keep praying for me and my husband. Um, we went through a really rough patch recently, and um, just, you know, he's, uh, we're both seeking counseling right now, and um, it's, it's been tough, but I know that God wants us to build a relationship with him before we come together again, yes. and um, we can truly serve the Lord together, you know? Um, yeah. So if you could just have us in your prayers as well, his name I is Felipe. I'm sure he doesn't mind me saying that. <laughs> yeah. We'll be praying for you. Let me pray for you real Thank quick. You. Father, I pray for my sister and her husband. You would strengthen their marriage, that you would bless them, that they come together fully submitted to you, that you work in those areas that need it, and Lord, knowing that you will be faithful in Jesus' name. All right, hang on to him, Amen. okay? All right. God Thank bless you. Thank you. Amen. You bet, Valeria. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is the number to call uh, for prayer or if you got a question. And when somebody hangs up, there is an open line. So we got plenty of time as we continue through the show. Let's go to Joseph in Maryland. Hey, Joseph. Robert. How are you, Joseph? 
Hey, hey amen. I heard that a lot about you. <laughs> well, you know, praise God. I hope Grace. you're... Yeah. Yeah, it's a great church. Yeah. Good, good, super. So you got a question for me? Yeah, when you eat, when we get to heaven, we eat, right? Yes. Now, what kind of foods will we be eating, drinking? Will I have no idea. The Bible talks about that there's going to be the marriage feast of the Lamb um, that we yeah. know of, that we're going to have dinner with the Lord. What we're going to eat, I don't know. You know, we're going to be in our new heavenly bodies, how that all works. Uh-huh. I have absolutely no idea, but I'm looking forward to it. Hey, is anyone going to ask you where does the food and drink dissipate from? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, here's the thing. Yeah, uh-uh. but here's the thing, Joseph. Our bodies are going to be completely different. We'll be in our glorified bodies. So I don't know how that's all going to work, you know, in heaven. But yeah, yeah. we'll find I'll out when we that. get there. Okay? Because we don't have no stomach and all, you know. Yeah, I don't know. But I know that, yeah. you know, no more sickness, no more death. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, but, no more sorrow. But, uh, um, you know, we'll have bodies that are suited for heaven and for eternity. All right, yeah, Joseph? I want, you, I want to ask you one more thing, right? Okay. You know, Go when ahead. We, uh, you know, the people left here on, you know, during the tribulation, how are they going to survive if they, uh, you know, where are you going to get the food to survive for the seven years? Unless you try well, to take them off to get, you know, that'd yeah, be a long fast, wouldn't it? Yeah, here, you, no, here, here's the thing in the tribulation period that is going to be a terrible time. And you will not be able to buy or sell in Lake, you, unless you make your allegiance to the Antichrist. It's called taking the mark yeah. of the beast. So How are they going to survive? The, well, th- here's what the Antichrist is going to do. He's going to make war against the saints. He's going to persecute yeah. the saints. So many of them won't survive. There's going to be a remnant of the Jews when they reject him because he's going to proclaim himself as oh. God in the temple of God. Oh, they yeah, are yeah. going to flee to the rock city of Petra where God's going to provide for them. I don't know exactly how, but it's going to be an awful time. And there's yeah. going to be great persecution against the saints. So... That's what we read about in the book of Revelation. All right? Hey, keep okay, studying, I'm, I'm Joseph. You okay, too. Thanks thank for you. calling. Bye. You bet. God bless you. Bless. A lot of things that we don't know um, in Scripture. We're, we got new heavenly bodies. We were talking about it, as I mentioned, that uh, I was doing a memorial service and just got back from the graveside in Fort Collins, and we were talking about how the body rests in the ground um, sleeps in the ground, not our spirit to be absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord. Um, but uh, we do know that um, that uh, we will get new heavenly bodies and and that will last forever, glorified bodies and and how all that's going to work. I do know this that no more sorrow, sickness, or anything like that. Looking forward to it. So, hey, give me a call. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand is the number to call. And so let's go to Pat in Greeley. Hi, Pat. Hey, how you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm fine. I was just interested on your thoughts about predestination. You got any specific question on predestination? Well, um, it seems that a lot of people have trouble with that because if God chooses 
well, God has sovereignty over that. So it's not, if that's so, then it's not our choice to be saved. God chooses us to be saved. And in a lot of uh, Christian circles, that creates a lot of angst with a lot of people. The fact mm-hmm. that the choice to be saved is not yours, it's through God's sovereignty. So right. um, predestination in the Christian circle is usually a very sticky subject. Yeah, and and it is something that um, we do know from the Scriptures. I'm going to read from Romans chapter 8 um, that uh, he, Paul writes that, for whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conforming to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called, whom he called, these he also justified, and whom he justified, these he also glorified. So the Bible does talk about predestination, but here's the key. Um, he says that uh, to whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conforming to his image. He has foreknowledge, um, and that's the thing that we need to remember, Pat, um, that he knows the end from the beginning, Isaiah says. So he knows who is going to be saved. Now, in that, it does not neglect or negate that we have a choice as well. So both are taught in the Bible. And I'll be real honest with you, Pat. We don't fully understand it because we're talking about the sovereignty of God. He knows the end from the beginning. He does call. He does choose. Jesus said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. And and so we see that truth in the Scripture, but we also know that whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved, and whosoever includes everyone. Uh, we were just reading in First Timothy in our Sunday morning study that we're to pray for all men because it's God's desire that all come to the saving knowledge of the truth. Not everyone's going to be saved. Peter writes that, you know, that it's God's desire that all should come to repentance. So he chooses, but we also have human responsibility as well to choose. I don't fully understand it all, but I think what helps me is to know that he has foreknowledge. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows who are going to be his, but he makes that invitation. Um, whoever believes in him sh- shall have eternal life. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Um, all these things uh, that uh, are told to us about having choice. And, you know, it was Joshua that stood up and said, choose this day who you're going to serve. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. So both are true in the scriptures. Does that help, Pat? Pat, you there? Yeah, Did we lose yeah, you? It's, uh, it's still interesting because yeah, the I'm not allowed to—it's it, not my choice— it, it, it's it's God's sovereignty, and it's just hard to get past that point. Um, well, we we here's the thing: we do have a choice, and and that's what's hard about it is we can't fully understand the sovereignty of God. And so, you know, Jesus stood on a hillside and said, "Come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden." That's an invitation to everyone. So yeah, we still right. see that invitation. Uh, yeah. We still see the human responsibility in that, but we also know that. Um, because he has foreknowledge. Do you have foreknowledge? Do I have foreknowledge? No. Do, no. If, if we did, you know, we would know what's going to happen tomorrow and next week and five years from now or, or when, you know, 
um, you know, anything's going to happen. So we don't have foreknowledge. And you will not understand the sovereignty of God. You can't wrap your head all around it. So I just, I don't know why God chose me. I don't worry about the why. I just rejoice in it. But I also know that we have a choice as well. And I just, yeah. I just got to lay that aside and, and know that the Bible speaks of both. So, um, so anyway, we, you know, I, uh, some people, you know, they, they think they got it figured out. But I think that, you know, somebody said if God was small enough to figure out, he wouldn't be big enough to worship. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. I guess, All right, I Pat. Some questions we'll just have to wait and see. Amen. Amen. Hey, good question. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate you calling. We're getting ready to go to break. So we got a couple open lines. 303-690-3000. So give me a call. And we're going to be right back for the second half of Calvary Live in about two minutes. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And you have joined Calvary Live, and welcome to the second half of the uh, program. And we invite you to call in. Love to talk to you about the things of the Lord. My name is Jeff Figs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley. Hey, just as we start the second half, and I got a, a minute, I just want to remind all the listeners, particularly up in northern Colorado, that we are going to continue in our study in the book of Revelation tomorrow night, chapter 15 and 16. And so love to have you come out. we got a place for all the kids, nursery, toddlers, children's ministry, youth groups. You will be blessed, your whole family. And then uh, we're going to study Revelation chapters 15 and 16 tomorrow. And uh, they are heavy chapters, but necessary for us to know because— Listen, all of God's Word is profitable from Genesis to Revelation. And so we go through all the books of the Bible, and we do it chapter by chapter, verse by verse. So we invite you to come out. And then on Sunday morning, uh, that Wednesday night study, tomorrow is 7 o'clock. And then Sunday mornings, 8, 9, 30, 11 o'clock, three Sunday morning services where we're studying Paul's letter to Timothy and 1 Timothy, one of the pastoral epistles, and we'll be in chapter 3. So, again, we got a place for all the kids. Love to meet you. Serve your family. Come out. You can check us out on our website, calvarychapelgreeley.com. We're easy to find here in Greeley. And so if you're hungry for the Word of God or looking for a home church, uh, we'd love to meet you and uh, have you come out uh, and worship with us and to study God's Word together. But in the meantime, we're going to go back to the phone lines. Let me give you that number again. You can call us 303-690-3000. If the lines are full, somebody hangs up, grab one of those open lines. we got plenty of time as we are in the second half of the show. And then that text line to text in a question or a prayer request is 720-336-0897. So I believe that we want to go to Laura and Greeley. Laura? Yes, hi. You're on Calvary Live. Great. Um, I was just calling um, regarding last Sunday's uh, sermon. So at the very end there on 1 Timothy uh, chapter 2, verses 15, uh, Nevertheless, she will be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with self-control. Um, and yes. we had kind of just 
uh, talked about that, obviously, on Sunday. And I know you guys had talked about, um, you had stated that you didn't believe in any way, shape, or form that it was being saved in childbearing as far as physically not being saved. Um, I was kind of curious what your thoughts were. When my husband and I left that day, we had had a conversation because we just recently had kids. And um, he had said, I've been a believer since I was a teenager. Um, and uh, he said that he noticed that as soon as they put him in my arms, that I just changed, that there was something about me that just changed uh, spiritually. And so I was wondering if you by chance maybe thought that uh, being saved in childbearing may be spiritually. Well, that's, you know, that's the interesting thought because, um, you know, Laura, I had four kids and I remember those moments when, you know, my children were put into my arms. I remember as vivid as it, it was yesterday, my daughter, who's 27, um, who, you know, when she was born, um, just those big blue eyes looking up at me. Now, I was saved at that time. And um, I think that um, when you become all of a sudden a father, you become a mother, isn't it awesome? Just you know, the the all of a sudden you, you have this life that is a part of you, and you realize that it is a gift from God. Um, right. That that's what's so amazing. So I know those those feelings. I know those thoughts. And as we went through that section, we just kind of made a few comments at the the end of the teaching on verse fifteen. And I'm going to read it for the sake of the readers. Um, because we were talking about the role of men and women in the church. And uh, he goes back to creation. And I think that's um, because it is a difficult verse, uh, Laura. He goes back, Adam was formed first, and Eve, Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into transgression. Nevertheless, in other words, she will be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with self-control. And it is a difficult verse in that. Um, and I think that kind of the Greek language in the original says that she will be saved in the childbirth. And so some have suggested that even though, as we keep it in the context, he goes back to creation, that even though the, 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 you know, the woman was deceived, fell into transgression, starting with, with Eve, um, the woman for, brought forth the Messiah, and uh, brought into the world. Um, you know, of course, the Lord can speak to us when your child is born and what your husband went through. And, and I think that's so real. And I think um, that he can use that to bring us to him. Like, hey, you know, this is life given and he's the creator of life. Um, so that verse, what, you know, I read there um, is, I, I think has to do with, the woman did something very amazing, and that is she brought forth the Messiah, even though she fell into transgression, uh, because in the fullness of time um, that uh, the Messiah was born of a woman, uh, that we might have the spirit of adoption. So that's kind of where I'm with it, but uh, I'll agree with you that there is you know, something that happens very special when that baby is put into your arms. 
Right, yeah, I was just trying to figure out, because like you had said, that you didn't believe, obviously, if you're a believer and you, you know, die during childbirth, that it's not that, you know, that you weren't yeah. saved because of that. So I just didn't know if maybe it wasn't saved physically, but, you know, um, obviously, even if we're saved um, as far as we're already Christians, um, just to, you know, since women, you know, uh, because of what Eve did and everything like that, obviously, we have the obligation of being child bearers and what we have to go through um i just didn't know if maybe you know that was kind of like spiritually like you know our reward at the end <laughs> to go through all that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but you know we just i i think the simplicity of you know we're saved as we come to faith in jesus christ now can god use that to bring us right. to christ you know i think that's what you're saying um, he right. Oh, um, yeah. Under can, no circumstances do I think yeah. you, like, pop out a baby and you're, like, actually saved. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But. And, yeah, so, you know, um, and just, you know, however God gets a hold of our hearts through different means, um, you know, I've heard all kinds of different testimonies. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's like when that baby was put into my hands, <laughs> I realized I needed to get right with God. This is a gift. He created this child. And and so he can use those things to bring us to him, either closer to him or to really say, hey, I need to consider, you know, uh, that Jesus Christ uh, came to this world and died for me. So good thoughts, Lord. Appreciate it. Well, thank you. God bless you. God bless you. See you Sunday. Thanks. You bet. You bet. Absolutely. 303-690-3000. What Laura's talking about is we were studying that section in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 8 through 15, which is a very difficult section. Um, it's not so much uh, verses 8 through 14 to understand what is being told to us. Very important because the church today is being pulled in so many different directions, and culture is influencing church, particularly when it comes to the role of men and women in the corporate meeting of believers. So 1 Timothy chapter 2 was really important to have a good understanding of that. And verse 15 it is a verse that can be a little difficult to interpret, but um, you know we did our best with that. And it's a powerful chapter, and we want to know what God's Word has to say for the corporate meaning of believers. And, and Paul is writing this uh, inspired by God. So it was just a good lesson, and and I hope Laura and everyone was blessed by, by Sunday, uh, by the study. So, hey, 303-690-3000 is the number to call here on Calvary Live. Let's go to Lily in Aurora. Lily? Hi. Hi, Pastor. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. How are you, Lily? Good. Well, not good. I'm okay. Um, I've been listening to your show a lot. Okay. I've been going to church and try to be as good Christian as I possibly can. I don't know what's going on, but um, this year is not a good year for me. And my son has been falsely accused of rape, a girl. And that girl is really close to his um, fiancés, too. And they just invite them on a holiday to come eat. But it end up... And I guess they, he's a Christian too, but somehow yeah. he got into alcohol and he woke up, he doesn't remember anything. 
the girl, okay. his fiance, so, he was hey, living with his fiance, but he was Paulie's accused. And I, hey, I just Lily. don't know what to do anymore. Lily? I, yes. Hey, Lily, can just take a deep yes. breath. And, and you know, I, I can't really talk about that incident, but we will pray. Yeah. We'll pray for your son. But, Lily, here's where I want to encourage you, okay? That you said that you're trying to be a good Christian. And whenever I hear that, my spiritual antenna goes up. My ears kind of pop up. Lily, it has been tough. And you're, you're, you're in the midst of a trial concerning your son. He's in the midst of the trial. But the Bible says that you can cast your cares upon him because he cares for you and that you can go to him. The Lord knows. The Lord knows, and, and he desires to work in this situation through the bad and through the good. And, Lily, you don't have to try to be a good Christian because if we try and grit our teeth and all of this, you're going to be frustrated. Here's what I want you to do. Trust in him and then just rest in him. Trust in him, yeah. in his word, and then you rest in him. And just rest that, Lord, you, you, you know, you love me, you love my family, and I got to give you this because you're in a situation where you have no control over it. And to, to draw me closer to you, Lord, and it's yielding to him and just surrender to him. It's not trying harder. You know, if we live a life of trying harder, and I understand what we mean by that, just, just rest in him. Look to him. I, Cast your cares on him because he cares for you, Lily. Okay? So let's pray. Thank you. Okay? Can, sir, and you, can I, yeah. um, I, I have to end up taking my retirement money to hire a lawyer to help my son. Mm-hmm. And every time they go to court, the girls say something else different. And they always object my son's attorney without saying anything. And now they okay. last thing they're gonna go to trial, and I mean they're gonna send somebody that is innocent going to jail. I don't know how I'm gonna handle that. And Lily, when they let's, go to let's trial pray. now, okay. they're gonna ask for more money. I just don't have any more money to hire the yeah. attorney. Let's let's I, I'm just, let's let's Lily, let's pray. I'm just gonna take a deep breath. I know you're overwhelmed with this, but Father, I pray for Lily and. She, and, Lord, that this problem that's overwhelming her. But, Lord, I just pray that you would minister to her, your comfort. And, Lord, that um, you would speak to her heart. And as she's feeling overwhelmed, even as David said, that I can cry out to you when my heart is overwhelmed. And, Lord, that you would do that with Lily because she's a mom that's hurting for her son in that circumstance. And, Lord, uh, I just pray that you would uh, just, um, just that Lily would, draw close to you, cast her cares on you, and that um, you would be a shelter for her. And uh, we lift up her son, whatever the situation is, Lord. And, um, and Lord, um, you're the one that knows the truth. And, um, and so, Lord, I just pray for Lily, who is just overwhelmed right now, and um, that she would trust in the shelter of your wings. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, we're going to continue with the phone lines. Let's go to line three. Let's go to Samantha in Greeley. Hi, Samantha. Hello. Hi, Hi. how are you? Yeah, lots I'm of calls good. from Greeley today. So, blesses me. 
You got a prayer yeah. request? I I do. Just asking for prayers, um, mostly not so much for me, but for my children. Um, we, their father, my husband, he disappeared. He left um, while I was pregnant. Um, my daughter is now five months old. Um, beautiful, healthy baby. Um, we have an older special needs son and then another little boy. Um, and he just, he kind of left us. And so, I mean, I'm doing okay. You know, I am, I'm a caregiver. I take care of my mother. Um, I'm mostly just asking for prayers for my children. Um, you know, they're young. They don't understand, um, this situation really. They don't, they miss their father. Absolutely. You know, and I know... God, I always trust him. Whatever is meant for me is meant for me. What is not, he will take from my past. So, right. okay, so you know. Yeah, they're going to they're miss him. I'm so sorry for the um, difficulty and trial that you're going through. But right now, the Lord's going to be, you know, your husband. The Lord's going to be their father. And that you guys gather together and stay close to the Lord. And keep calling out to him. And, you know, Isaiah talks about um, that, you know, even a mom may forget about her child, uh, but the Lord never will. He will never forget us. And we're uh, important to him. And we're inscribed on the palm of his hands. And and the Lord's going to be faithful to you. Okay? He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Will you remember that? He promises yes, that. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, and, and it's, so I've never wanna... even heard this show. Honestly, I was just flipping through the radio station, and you know, I heard you and the people, and so I called, <laughs> you know, and you I know, just, you know, Samantha, it's, it's a good sign. Yeah, it is. And here's the thing, Samantha: you're, as you listen to Grace FM, this is a call-in show, but there's good Bible teaching, twenty-four-seven. This is the best radio. Uh, station, I believe, in Colorado. I believe that it's the best thing that's happened to Christian radio in, um, in Colorado. There's other good Christian stations, but up here in Greeley particularly, man, it, what a blessing it is. But I want to read to you from Isaiah chapter 49, and then I'm going to pray with you. Can a woman forget okay. her nursing child or not have compassion on the son of her womb? They may forget, but see, I will not forget you. I have inscribed you on the palm of my hands. And so you are in the palm of the Lord's hands, and he has you. And Jesus said that you're in the Father's hand, and no one will snatch you out, that my sheep hear my voice. And he cares for you because he is the good shepherd. So, Father, I just pray for Samantha. She just found this radio station just flipping through, and it was no accident. And now I just pray that you would just be with her and her family as um, the husband has left, uh, dad has left, but Lord, you haven't left them. I do pray that that there would be a coming together of this family, somehow, some way that you'd be with her husband, whatever he's doing, wherever he's at. No one's too far gone uh, to where you can't reach them. But I do pray for Samantha, that you be with her, help her to minister to her mom, help her minister to her children, and that you would show yourself strong on their behalf, Lord, and they would know and be comforted by the fact that you will never forget them, that 
they belong to you, that this would be a place, a radio station, and that they could grow in your word and find comfort, and Lord, that they would be ministered to here um, and encouraged in every way here in Greeley. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 Hey, Samantha, you got a church here in Greeley? Um, I was going to Victory Outreach, um, okay. but not so much. Be in fellowship. You need that support. And you're always welcome here at Calvary Greeley. You're always welcome. We'll minister to you and to your children. Okay, the Word of God. Okay, thank okay. you so much. God bless Samantha. you. God bless you. Okay, we want to continue with the phone lines. We got a little bit of time left. 303-690-3000 is the number to call uh, to be on the air. But let's continue with Leslie in Commerce City. Leslie? Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, you're on Calvary Live. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Not so good. Okay. Can we pray for you? Yeah, I would uh, more more for my wife than me. She's the one that's okay. going through the, the issues right now. Um, tentatively, she's been diagnosed with Parkinson's, and uh, that was last Wednesday, and it's totally rocked us. And uh, we've been battling, you know, her mental afflictions for you know ever since I've been with her. It's about eleven years now, and. Uh, we were getting things squared away. It was on an even keel. And then, bam, we got hit with this. And uh, I just started a new job. Uh, my insurance is not active yet. So we can't go get her the MRI now because they want, like, 300 or $400 up front. Um, my insurance is not kicked in yet. I mean, it's just, I don't it's know how much more right the girl now. could take. Yeah, and you know what? We're going to pray, and we're going to give it to the Lord. And again, uh, you know, I just want to, you know, when we get overwhelmed with these things, uh, I'm just so reminded of of that psalm that I can go back to over and over again where David said, you know, when my heart is overwhelmed, um, I cry out to you, O God, and attend to my prayer, and lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for I've been a shelter you have been for me in a strong tower from the enemy, and I'll abide in your tabernacle forever, and I will trust in the shelter of your wings. And then he also says in that time of trouble that my soul waits silently for God alone. And you're in that time, Leslie, where you are just you're waiting on the Lord, and you're crying out to the Lord, but you're going to see that he's going to show up, okay? He's going to show up, and he's going to minister to you and to your wife. So, Father, I pray... Um, as he just, my brother here, just, he's overwhelmed. And, and, you know, when we go through difficulties, when there's physical affliction and and, uh, his wife has Parkinson's, Lord, he's concerned for her. But other concerns come with it, the bills, um, you know, the doctors, everything else. So I pray that you would provide for him and for his wife, that you would bring healing to her. That Lord, you would touch her. That you be with the doctors and the and those who are treating her. That um, if you choose to use them to to help her, and Lord, we know that this is a very serious disease. But Lord, we just pray for you to show yourself strong on their behalf. Help them with all the needs that they have, uh, financial needs, uh, spiritual, uh, 
um, Lord, um, just physical needs. And I just pray that you would, Lord, um, as they're going through this very bad time, um, that you would intervene and that you would work in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank hey, you. God bless you. Going to be praying. Okay. Thank you so much. You bet. Absolutely. So hard when we have a, a loved one that's going through sickness, and, and it's hard on different levels. We do want to go to Jamie and Greeley, another Greeley call. That that blesses my heart. Jamie? <laughs> Hello, How Pastor are you? Hello. Very well today. Good. Good. Go I am ahead, calling um, as we are on the dawn of September 11th. Um, my daughter is in her first week of basic military training, and mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to express the pride that I have in her, and I ask for prayer to keep her safe. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? We're thankful for her service. We are thankful for her service. So, And you know what, Jamie? The other thing, too, and I got on the teleprompt is uh, you want a prayer to remember 9-11. And I'm thankful that I got that reminder because 9-11 is something that we need to remember tomorrow as the 18th anniversary of the attacks on our nation. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know, Jamie, but I was there at, at Ground Zero after oh, I did not know. Yeah, and I was uh, uh, there ministering to New York City police officers, and it was awful. It was awful, Jamie. And uh, it was burning. It was, you know, the loss. Um, and uh, matter of fact, tomorrow for midweek service, I'm going to be wearing the T-shirt of the 9-11 Memorial and in honor of um, the... 23 peace officers that lost their lives. Mm -hmm. There was, I believe, 353 firefighters that lost their lives. And Jamie, my family and I were in New York um, a month ago, and we took a trip there. It's the first time I went back to New York to Ground Zero to see the memorial. And, you know, it's amazing what they've done with it. Because Mm -hmm. the last time I was there, again, it was rubble. And it was, you know... um, you know, the memorial of people with pictures of lost ones and mm-hmm. and went on for like a city block. It was absolutely an overwhelming time. Yeah. So I just go back to went, 18 years ago. She was just three months old. And I'm like, here I am yeah. 18 years later, and she's serving our country. And I'm very, very proud of her. Yeah. And you have reason to be proud because she's doing a good and honorable work. Mm-hmm. And I am so thankful for those who are serving our nation. I am so thankful for our first responders. Mm-hmm. And I hope and pray that everyone who's listening would support them. I think we have the finest young men and women that are in our military, that are defending our freedoms in our way of life, and our first responders. And we need to support them. And, and we need to be praying and remember those who lost loved ones in 9-11, and those who have been protecting us for 18 years since then. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, they're still lost. They're still, you know, I hear of uh, New York City police officers, because when we were there, Jamie, they were there. They wouldn't go home. And mm-hmm. they stayed there through the rubble. And the, the things that they breathe in, that we have some that are dying even now mm-hmm. and um, from cancer and stuff a great sacrifice that was paid and we don't want to forget them. And we don't want to forget, you know, those fine men and women that are in the military. We want to support them. So I think this is a great way to close the show. 
So, Father, I just thank you for Jamie calling. And I thank you for um, Jamie's daughter, uh, who's at uh, basic training in the Air Force. I thank you for her service and her willingness to serve in a good and honorable way. And we do pray for those who are in the service. And I know that there are young men and women in our church that are serving, and I we remember them. And, and Lord, we pray you be with them, and that, Lord, you keep them under the shadow of your wings. And, Lord, that they would know that they're supported and that they are loved. And, Lord, I pray for our first responders. I, I pray that there would be a respect for them and a support for them. Uh, our peace officers, our firefighters, uh, our paramedics, that every day they put their lives on the line and they answer the call to danger. And, Lord, we also remember 9-11, what happened to our nation. And, Lord, I pray for our nation that we would not forget. And we remember those who lost their lives going through the museum, just seeing the bravery once again, and that there would be a respect and an honoring of our military and of our peace officers and, Lord, of our first responders. And, Lord, we pray for our nation. We need you, and we need your help. And I pray there's a turning to you because you are the hope of our nation. And so, Lord, as we end the show, we lay all this out to you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Jamie, be praying for your daughter. Thank you. Okay, God bless you. Thank you. You bet. Hey, we're going to be ending the show here. We had a great show. Thank you all who have called in. Remember 9-11 tomorrow and um, and uh, what happened 18 years ago. So keep that in mind. We will be here at 7 o'clock as we will also take time to pray for our nation and do a study in the book of Revelation. God bless you. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.